are now entering the Brains. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I am your Flemmy co-host, Kevin Held. <laughs> and I'm the other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Hi, Jason. How are you doing? <laughs> well, apparently I'm an asshole because I just laughed at the fact that your voice is quite different today. Yeah, my voice is quite different today. I must I think I sound like Scarlett Johansson, but I probably just sound like a raspy version of myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I totally heard you say a raspy virgin and I was like, that's so specific. <laughs> yes, I I kind of do sound like a raspy virgin. Oh, but you're going through puberty. Oh, it's I've never done this before. <laughs> it's time to rearrange. <laughs> I totally feel like that. I don't know what happened. So, listeners, please bear with me. Uh, this is the only time we have to record this this week, and my voice just is not up to it. I got sick this week because good news, bad news, we can be back in public with people again. You know, we can have gatherings and stuff like that. Well, the bad news is one of them assholes gave me some throat thing. That I now have Ooh. in my yes throat, and I just—it's funny because it was—it landed there. It's done nothing else but fuck with my voice, and that's it. Uh, so please do bear with me for the course of this. Uh, I'll try to make it short, but I won't, and uh, we'll just <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> oh boy! The best part is also it's super late, so. I'm exhausted, so tonight <laughs> is going to be fucking wild. Absolutely. You've got Kevin is just sick as a dog, uh, or at least sounds like a dog who is sick. Like, <laughs> And uh, you've got Jason, who's tired as a dog. Here, Hell we're, yeah. We're just a couple of dogs coming your way this week. Woof, woof, bitch. So, how are, so I'm sick, but how are you doing? I'm tired. (laughs) We are your co-hosts, sick and tired. Okay. Please have pity on us, listeners, and stay for the whole episode. No, no, no. Don't do stay for the whole episode, but don't have pity. Okay, we can take it. Listen, you raspy virgin. (laughs) Oh, I can't even ask you like not to make me laugh either because. Like, that's kind of the show, so don't do that. Don't you know, not make me laugh. The, so the, the fucked up sadist in me is really excited about tonight. Oh, I'm so <clears throat> glad. I mean, it's like, I, I kind of only know the fucked up sadist side of you anyway, so whatever. <laughs> There's no safe word. I can promise I will do my best to cut out the actual coughing in this episode. So uh, there might be some sloppy edits as I laugh and cough and die and come back. Yes, sloppy edits. All right. So, uh, would you like to talk about the bright spot? Give it to me. All right. Here it comes. Are you ready? Yes. Ooh, Great. you had a voice there. A little bit for a second. I but I I, I don't think I can do the whole show like this. <laughs> okay, B. Arthur. <laughs> uh, it's the best B. Arthur I've ever done. Okay. The bright spot is. Hey, it's June. It's Pride Month. Happy Pride. Happy Pride, Jason. 
We're just a couple of homosexuals who have this show. I know. Showmosexuals. <gasps> I love being a showmosexual. You have been a showmosexual your whole life, and so have I. And congratulations, because this is the month where corporations pander to us and turn everything a fucking rainbow color <laughs> until they forget about us in July. Did you know that this year will be my 30th year in the industry? That's amazing. I started when I was six. Wow. That, I can't say the same, I guess. I mean, I did, a, I did you know, not, not really. I was in third grade when I did my first uh, play. I was Santa. He was the lead. I shouldn't have to mention that, right? <laughs> First of all, I love that you needed to justify being Santa because you were the lead. <laughs> and then you got upset that you had to tell people that Santa was the lead. What well, fucking I, show was this? I mean, I assume, um, a Christmas show, you shithead. What do you think? <laughs> it was, it was, <laughs> it was, was it a, a long day's journey frolic? into night. What would <laughs> But it was Christmas set and Christmas Eve. <laughs> I just hope you came out and you were like, ho, 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 bitches, get I your was. presents. Yeah, totally. That's that's what that's what a, a closeted third grade Kevin did in Texas. Sure. Yeah, that's what I did. No, you live, you learn. But happy Pride. And that is our bright spot. But for me, Pride really is a time to remember Stonewall specifically. And really the trans women who got these rights for us by revolting. Yeah. You know. Gotta throw a brick to get your rights. Yeah, so I try to I try to give them lots of thought this month. And much less to how corporations are pandering to us currently. Indeed. But you know, it's still nice. It's nice to be pandered to, even if it's just for a month. It must be nice to have corporations on our side. Oh, should I give that a try? <laughs> it yeah. must be nice. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> okay, can't do it. I love that. All right, so that's what I got for the bright spot. Now, what you got that's going to fuck me up. Like, now my throat is starting to hurt. I haven't talked this month much in days. So, you know, let's see how we can do. All right, let's do this. All right. I am absolutely... Before you ask, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ready. Okay. Um, first, a huge thank you to, to my good friend Dee Dee for this wonderful episode idea. Oh no, Dee Dee always gets such good ones. I know. I'm scared. So look out. <laughs> okay. 17, 42, 87. Not years. Maybe a locker combination. Curse! Curse. Okay. It's a curse of some kind. We have a winner! Oh, the the lottery curse. That's right! Yeah! We're going to talk about the curse of the lottery winner. I don't know what that... Oh, oh, of lottery winners in general? Yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. So I really did get it right. You got it spot on. Fuck yeah, I did. You might be sick as a dog, but you are smart as a fox. But my mind is sharp. I'm clear. Yeah. I'm clear. Or is it dumb like a fox, stupid like a fox? I'm both. Because it means that you're really smart, because foxes are smart. Okay. Do you get it? <laughs> I don't, but I'm stupid like a like a sloth. I love sloth. Matt took me to meet a sloth, and I got to pet it. To meet a sloth? Like, did you shake its hand? 
No, I pet its head. Did you get its card? Who? Did you network with a sloth? <laughs> no, I went and met a sloth <laughs> at a place where you can meet them. I don't. I just. I. I don't think it's meeting a sloth. That really is what I. I think my problem is with the word meeting a sloth. Like that. Uh, that implies that that sloth met you too. Oh, it met me because I was crying and making a big old scene. Oh God. Oh, I can just picture it crying. It's almost like when I cried when I met the hippos too. I cry when I meet a lot of animals. I love That's animals. Amazing. You love animals to the point of tears. That's beautiful. They, they literally are so pure and they don't fuck up the planet. I think my issue is just with how you're saying that you keep meeting these animals, okay? Because, like, it really does Im- imply, like, a tete-a-tete, and I don't think that's what's happening. I fucking talk to animals, all right? I'm like a male Snow White. I have no doubt that you talk to animals. <laughs> but a meeting requires that they talk to you, too. They do. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I think we're at an impasse here. <laughs> So, for those listening, what is the lottery? Oh, what's the lottery? Yeah. Well. Would you like me to tell you? It's the thing I won by being born into my family. (laughs) Basically, it's a form of gambling that picks a winner at random, and there is very little a person can do in order to win it other than luck. Okay. You know how, like, in other gambling games like blackjack or poker, you can have a strategy to win. There's a lot of luck involved, but, like, you can kind of push it. There's a measure of luck and a measure measure of strategy. Right. And in lottery, not really at all. Except that, you know, some people play significant numbers to them. Sure, but that's still luck. Oh, that's true. It's, it's not like luck. you have, like, nobody gave you cards that you then know what to do with. Yeah. Okay. You're absolutely right. So, fun historical fact about the lottery in the U.S., we had the lottery in the U.S. in the 19th century, but then we okay. outlawed them at the beginning of the 20th century because we we're like, no fun here. Yeah. Uh, and then in the 1960s, the government was like, well, we're broke. Huh? <laughs> so let's do lotteries because we can make money and then not have to raise taxes because taxes are bad, but we right. still need money. And I'm like, I just want to pay the fucking taxes rather than like make well, a bunch of people broke. <laughs> gambling's bad too, right? It, it for a lot of people it can become an addiction. So, but I mean, from a from a you know from an 18th century Victorian perspective, right? Taxes are bad and gambling is bad. So what we're saying is gambling is less bad than taxes, I guess. Yes, apparently. All right. So, I mean, that's a, that's a philosophy. I also learned that there are several types of the lottery. Sure, there's scratch off, and there's the Powerball. Mm-hmm. And there's the Broadway. The who? The Broadway lottery. The rush oh. ticket lottery. <laughs> I need to see Wicked. I got to win the lottery. <laughs> I've seen Rent 48 times, people. The lottery works. <laughs> if you get it that many times, it must mean that they were struggling. So <laughs> <laughs> No, I went. I know. I went 2000 times. Oh, well, in that case, then it's working, for sure. Um, So, you know, you've got, like, raffle, you've got the Powerball, you've got the, you know, all of those things. Raffles, however, if not enough people play, it could hurt the lottery people, because if they've got, like, a set prize and only two people buy a raffle ticket, they've spent, like, $400 on a thing to raffle off, but they only Mm -hmm. sell, like, two $20 tickets. They're like, oh, no, we're down 380 
Right. So you said it sounds like you speak from personal experience. It sounds hurtful. Did you, no, did you I have a hurtful experience at a raffle? I don't like gambling because I like my money. I know. I uh, God, this might be an appropriate time to say that my husband, you know, again, is a gambler and I am not. And, you know, oh, my God, I can I spend a hundred dollars on a trip to Vegas, like on gambling, you know, for over days and days. Right. Sure. But oh, my God, the way he just I'm like, I get so nervous because I'm like, you work for that. You work. <laughs> you hurt your body to make yeah. that money. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, it makes me too nervous to see my money going away. So, there's another kind of lottery where people get a portion of the amount raised in the lottery. So like, you know, you'll get 50% of how much we raise. So as yeah. long as they sell at least 3 tickets to 3 different people, right? Then you have a chance at winning more than you spent. If you mm -hmm. if you're the only person to buy, then you will lose even if even though you're guaranteed to win because you're only going to get half of it back. Right. Math. I actually did math for this episode. You're all welcome. <laughs> so other lottery winners have to share a prize pot if they win and someone else chooses the same number as them. Right. So like, yeah. you know, like I picked five. So did I. Damn it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Congratulations. But the biggest thing to remember is that when someone wins a hundred million dollars in the lottery and they don't have to share, they're only going to end up with about. $33,333,333.33 after taxes and other stuff. Wait a minute. They figured out a way to put gambling and taxes together. Yes. The lottery is evil. <laughs> Basically, if you do that, it's called a lump sum. Like, sure. You know, Eight seven seven cash now. Oh and my, my winnings, God. and I want them now. I have an annuity. That commercial is so stupid, <laughs> and I can't help but sing every time. And I know people in it. I have friends what? who are in that commercial who are is on it like the, the opera singer guy. It is really. He's the best one. So, oh my god, I'm so starstruck right now. He's a tap dancer, and what? Uh, he, yeah, he taught tap in in New York, and I was okay. like, "Fucking a, you're amazing." Anyway, wow. it just made me happy. And uh, apologies to our international listeners who have no fucking idea what we're talking about now. They're okay. Y you're going to be okay, because now we're going to stop talking about it. <laughs> they also probably live in a better place than us. Oh, congrats. Just console yourself with the fact that you live where you live and... You know, I, I don't want to make assumptions, though, about how, you know, about the places our international... They could be shitholes. I don't know. I mean, they could specifically be listening to us as a form of escape from their shithole lives. And if that's the case, then I, you know, want to encourage them to continue to do that. I don't know if I understood, but it seems like you're hoping that they'll get better. Uh, you are sure. Yes. But I mean, but all I'm saying is that if it's living in a life that you want to escape from that makes you want to listen to our show, then I kind of hope you don't escape your misery. Oh, you want to keep the listeners. Because I, I want to keep the listener more yeah. than I want them to be happy, yes. I want both. Well, I mean, okay, sure. You just watch our numbers drop. <laughs> so, <laughs> another way to collect money, which still gets taxed, is to spread it out over 20 to 30 years like a mortgage that pays you. Yay. In Soviet lottery, mortgage pays you. <laughs> 
That sounds great. I want a Soviet mortgage, please. Um, all right. But there are other ways to get your money. Quote from Wiki. Quote, some people hire a third party to cash the lottery ticket for them. This can be done to avoid paying income taxes, hide the winnings from being seized for child support, or for money laundering of profits from illegal activity. Some jurisdictions investigate overly frequent winners and may freeze payments to prevent these abuses. Wow. I definitely want to hear about some of the assholes who've done that. I just think it's so fucking shady that they're like, I won several million dollars. But I don't want to pay child support. I know. I don't want to support my kids with it. Oh, my God. That's so shitty. That's <laughs> what I was talking about. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> asshole. I have six children, but I need cash now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That guy's a dick. So other people choose to set up a blind trust via a lawyer to protect themselves. Okay. From what, you might ask? The curse of the lottery. I'm glad you asked. From the uh, curse of the lottery. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, what? Do you like how I totally, like, mansplained you right there? I guess I didn't even notice it, because you're just a white guy, so I just assume that what you're saying is true. <laughs> That's your first mistake. <laughs> so... That's everyone's first mistake. It's time for a double quote. Are you ready for this shit? A double quote. Okay. Quote from ABC15.com. Quote, according to the New York Daily News, 70% of lottery winners end up broke within seven years. Even worse, several winners have died horribly or witnessed those close to them suffer. End wow. double quote. Wow. Okay. I was so happy with that. I was like, a quote from ABC quoting the New York Daily News. Perfect for us. What? You're a nerd. You're such <laughs> a nerd. Remember when I did the double parentheses? Yes, I do remember when you did the double parentheses. <laughs> oh. And now it's double quotes. What will he double next? A colon? Probably a colon. <laughs> I only have the one colon. Thank you. I have a semicolon due to some surgery. Oh, no. Due to a <laughs> terrible accident in a fisting accident. <laughs> well, it wasn't really an accident. Did I tell you about the accident I had in Vegas? Uh, does it involve your colon? It involved my anus. Okay. Yes. No, you didn't, but my please do. husband And was... remember, others are listening. Oh, I'm aware. My okay. husband was sleeping in bed. So I went to go take a lovely bath. They have this beautiful bath, but for some fucked up reason the uh the stopper is in the center of the goddamn tub what uh, yeah it's in the center of the goddamn tub and it had a little nub on it all right <laughs> so i'm enjoying my bath and yeah, i slipped listener, are you are you seeing where this is going i am oh yeah i slipped and it went right over there and it gave me a nice little cut and so for like a fucking week it was very unpleasant to poop Oh my god, you got an anal fissure from a bathtub <laughs> plug. It's not even a butt plug, it's a goddamn bathtub plug. I know, I was like, um, rude, I was here to relax and you cut me. Well, I mean, you have a case. So. If you need cash now. <laughs> Call J.G. Wentworth, <laughs> I cut my anus right now. <laughs> Right now. 
Oh my god. I have anal fissures and I need cash now. <laughs> oh god. For emotional distress. Um, <laughs> all right. Now, it's important to note that not everyone who wins the lottery dies a horrible death or goes broke. Right. So you can still want to that to happen. Right. What? For you. In... No, no, winning the lottery, not dying a horrible oh, death. Oh, I was like, you could still hope that you win the lottery and die, motherfucker. Uh, you can. It's a free country. but like, Go broke. <laughs> I mean, some people might want the experience of the curse of the lottery just because they won the lottery and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. I mean, if they get off to that, who am I to judge? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's my life. I want to ruin it now. <laughs> It's my weird death, and I want it now. Just go take a bath in Vegas. I don't think I will. <laughs> All right. BalanceEveryday.com has this to say, quote, These stories are cautionary tales, but there are plenty of jackpot winners who have gone on to put their money to good use for themselves and their communities. Okay. This is Jason T. Gaffney, live. From Sherman Oaks. <laughs> I don't know why I went into that voice. It was you super absolutely fun. did go into reporter voice. Yeah, yes. I was that's, super psyched. That's great. Congratulations. <laughs> I don't know. I'm having fun just steamrolling this episode because your uh, poor voice. I'm just like, we're doing oh, anything you. I want to do now. You can. And now I'm going to throw it back over to Jason Gaffney <laughs> in Sherman Oaks. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. You always were. Go ahead. <laughs> Aw, toot toot. I have a little steamboat. I'm, I'm taking it back. If you're going to toot toot, no, I'm taking it back. I'm reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> Mr. Chairman, I've reclaimed my time. I'm steering. I'm steering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm steering the boat. I'm steering the boat. Um, God, I love that woman. All right. Yeah. Another important thing to note is that according to the uh, NewYorkDailyNews.com, you're more likely to get struck by lightning than win the lottery. Okay. But based on how many people I see both get struck by lightning every year and people who win the lottery, I have to say it's not 0%. It's more than zero. Well, sure. People win the lottery all the time. Sure. And I guess people get struck by lightning. That means much more than all the time. (laughs) Like pretty fucking frequently, actually. All right. Shall we get into the lottery winners? Yes, we should. Yes, we absolutely should. Let's start with David Lee Edwards, shall we? Knowing nothing about this, yes. David Lee Edwards was living in South Florida, first mistake. And oh, was seriously... also, you're doing it in the past tense. Uh-oh. <laughs> he was living there, and now he's dead there. <laughs> he was seriously down on his luck. Oh, not seriously. Well, he was unemployed because of his history as a felon. Mm-hmm. On a plus side, he used to be a drug addict, but he was no longer using, so that was good. Yeah. But he yeah. was still unemployed because of his felon history, so that was kind of a bummer. Sure. Good news, bad news. South Florida, meh, bad news. Bad camp. news. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Well, in 2001, he would win $27 million. So good news. Yeah. Yeah. So he couldn't believe his luck, and suddenly... But he could imagine how much meth he could buy with it. <laughs> he suddenly was buying all types of shit, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, the good shit. <laughs> he bought a house for almost $2 million. Oh, man. 
a two hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini Diablo. El Devil. Yes. Mm. A jet. What? And three different types of income, like properties and, and things that he could make income with. Oh, okay, got it. So he bought all those revenue streams. Yeah. And a golf stream. Yes, a golf mm. stream. Oh, the golf. <sighs> we ruined it. Anyway, a few of the things that he bought were a few racehorses, a limo business, and a fiber optics company. I'm sorry. One of his revenue streams was racehorses? Correct. Oh, dear. So you'd think like, okay, he bought a whole bunch of things that could keep him afloat and he gave himself some treats, right? Like he 27 million, he kind of deserves uh, a house. It sounds like he's going to run out of money fucking fast. So unfortunately, you called it with your foreshadowing. Oh. He fell off the wagon. He and his wife started using heavy drugs again. Aye. And they would end up not only losing all the money, but they would end up living in a storage unit that had large amounts of shit from humans all around their new home. Did they purchase the storage unit with the shit already there, or was it their shit? I think that it was their shit. It's a storage unit, and there's no toilet. Right. Well, it's 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 kind of better that they purchased the storage unit without shit in it. Like, <laughs> at, I'm, I'm saying that... Okay, so it got to that point, but at least they didn't get so low that they had to get a storage unit that was already filled with shit. I just, what I'm saying. I don't think you're supposed to stay in a storage unit. I'm just trying to look on the bright side early here. That's all. So, needless to say, he tried his best, but things went south in South Florida. Yeah, and you are definitely not supposed to live in a storage unit. Okay, good. I'm glad that I was right about that. It's, it's I was not like... person storage, no. <laughs> You can't deal with me what to do in my life. I well, you can store a bed there, but you can't sleep in said bed. I am a bed. <laughs> Look, just because a lot of people have laid on you. I am a bed that poops. <laughs> um, Captain, Captain, we're gonna need you to come back to the bridge. The ship is running aground. Yeah. Land ho. <laughs> oh. That's you. So, for the next one, let's stay in Florida, shall we? Well, I would hope so. <laughs> You're going to love this guy's name. And I'm, I'm only laughing because it's amazing and I feel bad for him. Okay. Abraham Shakespeare. No. Oh, my God. Imagine how he disappointed his parents. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having that name and the expectations that go along with it. You are neither a president nor a famous playwright. What I the know. fuck did you do wrong? We're disappointed. Abraham would win $40 million in 2006. Okay. I'm not going to lie. And he took a writing class <laughs> and, and a civics class. I'm not going to lie. He had a challenging life up until this win. He hadn't finished high school and oh. he really couldn't read. According to everyday.com, he was oh, illiterate, man. unfortunately. But he was actually a super compassionate guy, and he ended up giving a lot of his money to people who asked for it because he's like, I know what it's like oh, to no. struggle. I love you all. Here's a little cash. Oh, no. So they were like, call 877-ABRAHAM-SHAKESPEARE. <laughs> it's your money, but I want it now. I'm a damn moocher and I need cash now. 
<laughs> but I need this weird pleather sofa with a, a computer in it. Call Abraham Shakespeare right now. <laughs> I need a rubberized mouse pad with the picture of an Eiffel Tower. Yeah. I don't want a toaster that massages your dick at the same time. I need a toaster that massages your dick at the same time. Um, we all need a toaster that massages your dick at the same time. Hello, ring, ring, Shark Tank. How long? Have I got an episode for you. How long it takes you to come is how long your toast takes. So when you come, the toast pops out at the same time. I'm so happy with this. If you're like less sensitive, you're going to have burnt toast all the time. Damn it, Harold! Why can't you come faster? My toast is burnt! I'm so tired of this smell. <laughs> it, it not only smells burnt, but it smells like cum. Now it smells like burnt pancakes. Why is that? <laughs> oh. oh, man. So, after winning the money, Shakespeare's co-worker sued him and claimed that Shakespeare uh, stole the ticket from him. Oh, no. So Shakespeare had actually gone to the convenience store with said co-worker friend mm-hmm. and gave the friend money and asked him to help buy some tickets. Because if okay. we remember earlier, Shakespeare has a bit of trouble reading. Right, right, right. So, Which, yes, is ironic, everybody. Yes. I know. So Shakespeare eventually would win the lawsuit, but then more and more people came to him asking for money. They're like, you won! I see that you still have all that cash. Mm. So he was quoted saying, quote, I'd have been better off broke. I thought all these people were my friends, but then oh, I realized man. all they want is just money. He really should have realized that when all they, they all showed up asking for money. I mean, he should have realized that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So eventually. He's like, I'll give you, yes, I'll give you $20,000, but you have to be my friend. That's almost worse. Oh, no. He's like, on my own, I won $40 million. Wow. (laughs) All my my friends are only here for the money. Hold on. I don't don't want to know what it sounds like when I cry in this state. (laughs) You have to to stop. Oh, I feel like you're going to be like a squeaky little mouse. I probably will. I don't want to (laughs) know. Don't make me learn it. He's like, I wish I was broke. <laughs> I don't know what song that was. I just totally lost the melody. Anyway. <laughs> what song is that? That's me crying. Oh, God. It's. I told you I didn't want to know. <laughs> so eventually Shakespeare met a woman named Doris or Dee Dee Moore. Was anybody else expecting Viola? No. Also, it's not my Didi. He didn't meet my Didi. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Okay. So she didn't give you the suggestion for this episode based on a tragedy in her own life. That's good. <laughs> she wasn't like, hey, check out this time that I totally <laughs> took advantage of this guy. <laughs> you want a tragic story? <laughs> well, I've left some goddamn wreckage in my past. I'm called a trailblazer. It's because I destroy everything in my path. <laughs> so, all right. Doris D.D. Moore was like, hey, Shakespeare, 
I want to write about your life and mm-hmm. all you've been through. Did he fall in love with her? Was Shakespeare in love? Oh, a little bit. So mm. Dee Dee was also like, I'd also like really like to help you manage that crazy amount of money you have there. Oh, dear. Oh, God, Dee Dee. Quote from Everyday.com, quote, When he agreed, she immediately started spending it on herself, buying oh, herself a Hummer and a Corvette, for example. A Hummer and a Corvette? What are you just doubling down on, on the douchebag? That's what that's what Dee Dee stands for. She even, Double douchebag. <laughs> she even took possession of his home. And Dee Dee also stands for delightful diva. Oh. Okay. My DD anyway. Sure. So yeah, Not this one. She was no. This one's dangerous douchebag. Right. But this my DD is, a... is delightful diva. She's a dastardly dame. Oh man. So all right, it's gonna take a turn here. Eventually, DD is it getting worse? Event, so after she bought herself cars and then took possession oh. of his home, DD would kill him with a thirty-eight caliber pistol in two thousand nine. Which in the Worst blow, perhaps, she had bought with his money. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, but might be. Um, well, that's awful. Also, I feel why was I for Abraham Shakespeare? Australian when I said maybe just then. Might be. Might be, might. Might be, might. Oh, that's not a gun. This is a gun. That's your dick. <laughs> that's, wow. That's a very American Australian. Like, I'm very, it's Australian, but with a very American sensibility. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Um, all right, so she killed him, right? But people didn't know that he was dead until, like, 2010. Oh, shit. So... Where'd they think he was? Belize? Dee Dee would actually send messages to people and would apparently try and bribe family members of Shakespeare to say that they'd seen him recently. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So when his mom was like, what did you do to him, Dee Dee? Dee Dee would claim that Shakespeare had AIDS. Uh... <laughs> I could see your face, but it's frozen. <laughs> no, it's not. That's my face. No, on it's... my screen, it's frozen. No, it isn't. I'm just that fucking flabbergasted. <laughs> she, I froze. She literally... Oh, my God. So, I'm not sure how that results in someone vanishing, but apparently saying that he had AIDS with a tactic to believe that he would just vanish. I mean, I feel <laughs> awful about that. <laughs> But I think it's totally plausible where it would be like, what did you do to my son? Oh, he has AIDS. All right, then. I'll never see him again. But like, no. That could be the mom's choice, you know? Dee Dee could have known the mom would, would be like, that's a problem. Uh, but still, it's, that doesn't even answer the question. That's like, like, like ask me where the paper is. <laughs> Where's your paper? The paper has AIDS. <laughs> that doesn't answer the question at all. Yes, it does, indirectly. Oh, then it's probably either at the AHS or in the hospital. <laughs> I just, oh, your silence after that was so precious to me. Well, so. good. You're, oh, well, you know what? My silence is precious to a lot of people, but I don't give a fuck, all right? That's, <laughs> feel good. I'm not going to be quiet about it. It's my no illness and I'm going to vocalize about it now. That's right. <laughs> yes, thank you for externalizing my internal monologue. You're welcome. So, all right. 
This is the part that's so fucking wild to me. Eventually, Shakespeare would be found under a cement slab in someone who we don't fucking know's yard. What? <laughs> she? How did she bury him in someone else's yard? Under a fucking cement slab. I don't know. This is so weird to me. I couldn't find anything on this. If you know this story and you know how he ended up under someone else's cement slab in someone else's yard who is nameless in these articles. This is clearly a co-conspirator. <laughs> like, name them. <laughs> oh, God. So... Oh, no. <laughs> also, oh, no. who's digging up people's fucking cement slabs? Like, I know. Oh, That's, that, yeah. I found a body under my cement slab that I just happened to be digging up today, which was put in under a year ago. No kidding. What are you digging up a brand new, perfectly good <laughs> cement slab for? Oh, my God. So Doris D.D. Moore would be convicted of his murder. Oh, damn it. Yeah. So she didn't get away with it. That's a shame because she would have looked so lovely driving off into the sunset in a Hummer with a Corvette on top of it. She tried pleading AIDS on the stand, but no, she didn't have it and no one else had it. So everyone's like, that's not a defense. Oh, my God. Her defense is I was ravaged by AIDS and and I don't remember what happened. Ma'am, you don't have AIDS. Well, no, not anymore. <laughs> All right. So... Murder is unfortunate, right? It depends. But let's head over to Deborah McDonald, shall we? Yes, we shall. She lived in Ohio, and I don't think that she had a farm. Because her name was McDonald? Deborah McDonald didn't have a farm. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> she lived in Ohio and was <laughs> far away. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> With a stop it now. <laughs> a flyover state here and a flyover state there. <laughs> wow. Now, Ohio has lots of lovely people, and I value all of those lovely people who are part of my life from Ohio. So thank you, Ohio, for all those great people. Yes, but not Deborah McDonald, I'm guessing. I didn't meet her. Okay. So, all right. Why did you sound like, I don't know her. I didn't hate her. <laughs> No, no, I didn't know her. Did. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. I didn't hit her. I did not. Oh, my God. That's what you I sound like. should do a fucking episode on him, shouldn't I? Yes, you should. That would be a great episode. I've been waiting this whole fucking time. Why haven't you requested it? Because I want you to know me better than that. <laughs> Listen, Squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> See? You know I love being called Squeaky. <laughs> You you know I love my insecurities being picked at. See? Kevin, how would like to be called squeaky? E-I-E-I-E. Oh, wow. I, was a- I have insecurities and you should prod them now. Oh, <laughs> uh, I will definitely be letting your therapist know that you need them tonight. I would rather you did not have my therapist's number. <laughs> I would, Talk about a I fucking hereby, breach of contract. I hereby <laughs> rescind whatever fucking fugue state I was in to allow you to have access to my therapist. No. Oh, I'm so glad you called that out because it was I don't know your therapist, but that would that would be wild. Yes. Deborah McDonald, shall we? Yes. So she had a farm. E I E-I-O. No, no. No, 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 no. (laughs) 
She didn't have a farm. Oh, God. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm leaving soon if you don't move. <laughs> On the with the fucking, fucking show. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Deborah McDonald won a nice $5,000 prize. She got cursed for $5,000? She was super excited because she was finally able to buy wedding rings for her and her hubby. Oh. She also decided to treat her family and friends to a nice big dinner that she paid for with her winnings. Okay. And they all got salmonella. Quote from FilmDaily.co. Quote, After partying it up, though, she wandered into the road where police reports that she was struck and killed by an oncoming car. No! No! (laughs) She partied too hard with her $5,000? So, I bet you thinking, holy fuck! I'm not going to play the lottery anymore because you just get hit by cars! Uh, no. I have been sober a long time. I would like to win the lottery, please. (laughs) So, you can totally play the lottery, but If you're going to play, it's best that you can uh, try to make sure you win anonymously so that friends and family don't come after you for handouts. Yeah, there's that for sure. There's actually sites online to help people figure out how to spend all their money wisely. Like ProgrammingInsider.com says things like don't quit your job, get a spending plan, and uh, to protect yourself against scammers who will be flying at you. Because basically people find out that you've won and they're like, I'm your aunt! Right, right, sure. Oh, I'm Mildred. Uh, I don't remember having an Aunt Mildred. That's because you're sick. Oh, I am sick. You're del- you must be my aunt. You're Mildred. delirious with love. For my lost Aunt Mildred, you're right. Come to my bosom. <laughs> sure. Why does she sound so desperate all the time? <laughs> She's a scammer. <laughs> She's desperate for money. Give me your money. All that oh, you got. All that you got. Oh, I can't do Just it. hand it on over or some puppets won't get shot. Wow. I fucking love that musical. Well, that's a great musical. Avenue Q, if you haven't seen it, listeners, it's worth every dime that you will spend on watching it. Where can they go and see it right now, Jason? You have just invited people to live theater, which is illegal. It's not right illegal now. right now. It's illegal right now. It's it's people are doing it's live theater dangerous, on it's irresponsible it's illegal they're doing it on the, the, the computers and the TVs oh live streaming that's better that's a better idea yeah okay fine do that then people okay what is the bright side oh my gosh okay so some lottery winners don't handle their winning very well and they are cursed right But I think the bright side is the most people get some money, and it does improve their lives. Well, as we learned earlier, 70% of lottery winners go broke. 70? I think I was thinking about something else at the time you said that. All right, so some (laughs) winners, are their lives are improved by winning the lottery. So I came up with first, the odds of you having to deal with this is low, because you're probably not going to win. That's great. (laughs) Look on the bright side. You'll never experience this curse because you'll never win the lottery and get out of your crushing poverty. Oh, God. Um, Don't even worry about it. Worry about the real depression stuff in your life. Second, there's ways of protecting yourself against this curse, such as 
if you are in a state not playing the lottery. Well, that, but also if you're in a state that lets you accept the winnings anonymously and you can build build like a blind trust that gives you a little bit of money every now and then. Like there there are people in Sweden apparently who are like a lot of the lottery winners there. I think it was Sweden that I read. A lot of them do anonymous and then a blind trust and they get like an additional monthly salary that they then can take more vacation time and they just like their payments are eased, right? And they like over the 30 years get out of mm. debt and they do really well. But it doesn't allow them to go crazy with their money all at once. Yeah. I think that's the kind of that's the way I'd kind of want to do it, I think. If I won young, if I won old, I would, you know, I would absolutely go the Hummer, Corvette, Gulfstream, meth route, But I think. Do you want to then end up in a fucking storage unit surrounded by feces? No, 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 no. I would like to die. Oh, God. I'd like to get shot by the scammer girlfriend of mine. I'd like to go the more, I'm just saying that I, once again, I'd like to be like Shakespeare. <laughs> do, you, do you constantly live your life wishing that you were like Shakespeare? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And like, and besides, it's not like Shake. it's not like William Shakespeare didn't live around a lot of human feces. Okay. It was Elizabethan era England. That's... There was a lot of feces around. So it's not the presence of human shit around you that makes your life bad okay to feces or not to feces <laughs> that is the question <sighs> uh, yep that is the question i'm gonna go with not until we stop recording thank you you're welcome thank you for that you're welcome so do you guys have a plan in place should you win the lottery we don't play the lottery <laughs> Oh, so you don't really have a plan. Well, I can tell you we do. Oh. We have a plan in place because my husband plays the lottery. What's your plan? You know, our plan is don't tell anyone. Good. Get a safe deposit box, put the lottery ticket in that safe deposit box, and then make a plan before before it's claimed. Okay. Then get the services of a person who's a financial planner that specializes in that kind of thing and make a financial plan and knowing what, you know, if we're going to want lump sum or salary kind of situation, like figuring that stuff out after we win really. Yeah. But with, but you have some time to claim the lottery ticket, right? right. So putting it away and not telling anyone about it until we have the plan in place and then, and you know, putting the plan in place. Why not just put the, that's good. You know what? That's because good. Because you said, like, because we both recognize that it's, like, really unlikely that it's going to happen, right? That's fair. So why, why go all the way down the road of steps you were going to take when you win a certain amount of money? When first, you don't know that you probably aren't ever going to win. And second, you have no idea how much you're going to win. I want you to live, though. Can you live, please? I, no, no. Oh! No, I'm going to die and be buried under a concrete slab except mine's going to be like gold plated oh god do you think that that person concrete that person's not going to put gold plated concrete over you that's why they're going to dig it up in a year because it's going to be all oxidized and shit <laughs> and they'll be like this looked really good before and now it's shitty and that's where i'll be discovered that's my plan does gold oxidize i should look into that before i finalize certain aspects of my plan i don't think it does i think that's just like copper right uh, uh. <laughs> That's our time, folks. <laughs>
<laughs> there are no other bright sides, people. That's okay. Look, Jason's going to go to bed, and I'm going to like take some NyQuil or something. So thanks for bearing with us tonight. <laughs> Jason, I love you. Thank you for doing this. I love you, thanks too. Thanks for rescheduling. Of course. <laughs> Happy Pride to our homos and and heteros and allies and what are all the other ones? Everyone. Everyone's. Anyone in that rainbow Everyone's. mafia. We love you. Yep. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> it's his winnings, but I want it now. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.